Hello, welcome to the Intellectual Agrarian Podcast, where we grow smarter with philosophy from the farm. I'm your host, Terrence Lahue. Today we've got a fun episode, three little mini-interviews taken at the 2020 Moses Organic Farming Conference in La Crosse, Wisconsin. Each has their own little take on the conference in general, and what their big takeaways from the year were. Enjoy our conference conversations. Hello, everybody. We're at the Moses 2020 conference with Mary Capert, and we're just going to ask her a few questions about how the conference is going so far, how she's enjoying it. Mary, what has been your favorite session so far at the conference? It is To Catch a Thief. With Assistant Director of the NOP, David Glasgow. What were some of your main takeaways from that particular session? I mean, obviously, the in organics, everything's about integrity, so this has been something that we're all talking about and we want to make sure we improve that integrity and just make sure we keep that conversation going. What were your takeaways from To Catch a Thief? The main takeaways I feel is that the NOP is really taking it very seriously. They have increased their resources financially as well as staff. They're also doing a lot more unannounced. They're reaching out to the public, to farmers, and gathering information. They've increased the efficiency of databases, and they're actually talking to one another, the different departments. Um, So that was probably one of the uh, biggest things that I have felt here. I feel like people are more um, collaborating. I, the... In that aspect, certifiers, organic certifiers, are also wanting to be more consistent and collaborate and more open with each other as well. They're developing best practices on so that everybody will be held to the highest standard. There will be no low standard. That's wonderful. How long have you been coming to the Moses Conference? I think the first one I attended was back in 2008. And then coming ever since. <laughs> so a while. Is there something about the conference that's like your favorite part? Every time you're here, you're like, oh, I'm so excited I get to do this. I love working the booth because I love meeting the farmers that we at Organic Valley, we have a, quite a few farmers that can attend. But I love meeting uh, people I work with, like the certifiers. So I get to see them in place. I meet people that, like yourself, that I start to see every year that I wouldn't normally see. But the industry as a whole, all of the new products that's being developed um, and what's offered out there, the support, all of the workshops are just so, they're just so invaluable to people. So, Thank you very much, Mary. Thank you. We're here at the 2020 Moses Conference with Mark Shepard. Mark, how are you enjoying the conference so far? Hey there, I'm having a blast. This is really cool. Lots of people, really fascinating stories. There seems to be a, uh, an urgency uh, for what we do, and uh, that's kind of pretty cool to see that excitement. You've got a new book featured here at the conference today too, don't you? I do. It's called Water for Any Farm, and it's all, all about uh, the adaptations that I've learned to the uh, key line 
design uh, water management system that was originally pioneered in Australia. So it's adapted to a complex American landscape and uh, complies with USDA stormwater management regulations. Are there a lot of variations? I mean, I would just imagine just the geography of Australia to the U.S., there'd be some differences. Is it something that's extremely complex or in, in terms of the differences, is it a dramatic change from Australian water management to U.S. water management, just geographically speaking, or is it a just replace two or three variables? Well, <laughs> two or three hundred variables. The Actually, the difference, the real difference between Australia and the U.S., uh, Australia is the uh, uh, hydrologically simplest continent on the planet. You'll have little streams that join a bigger stream that joins a river. That's as complex as a river, river system gets in Australia, whereas the Mississippi uh, watershed, I believe, is a tenth order stream. So you got ten of these streams that keep adding on to each other until finally it hits the uh, Mississippi. So it's just a, it's a complexity issue with the shape of the land. Um, you know, the techniques apply, um, but in a simple landscape, they work great. And, and then you have to adapt to the fact that you know, a complex landform is not the same as a simple landform. And, and the, the adaptations are everything. Because, you know, you know with water, if, if, if there's a low spot, it's going to go there. So as you're designing a water management system for, for rainfall distribution um, and runoff management on a farm, you've got all kinds of complexities to deal with. And that's what the book is all about, is making the adjustments for the complexities. Is there simple. simple but complex. Right. Not complicated, complex. Isn't that the joy of farming? <laughs> Is there anything particularly coming out of the conference this year that has you super enthusiastic and excited going into the 2020 season? Super excited about the 2020 season. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Quite frankly, I'm looking forward to going home and having a nap is what it is. No, but the, uh, the super excited going forward is the fact that so many people now are paying attention to, to soil health. They're now paying attention to integrated systems, meaning like trees and crops or livestock and trees and crops. And that, that carbon actually does matter regardless as to whether the government thinks it does or not. Um, and I, I, really, uh, I really like seeing all the enthusiasm among people thinking in, in complex ecological systems. I've recently been getting together some interviews with some other farmers that I've been talking to across the states. And one of the things I think is really neat is that they're already putting down uh, trees, orchards, hazelnuts, and then they have livestock and crops that they're doing right now to help get their farm started and keep it ec economically sound, but they're looking at the trees as the long-term investment, which I just think is really awesome to see people thinking in that kind of long-term thinking. There's, there, there's a chestnut tree in Sicily that I've actually hung out under its branches. It's almost 4,000 years old. It's uh, called uh, El Castaño de Cento Cavalli. It's up on the side of Mount Etna. It's uh, the most seismically active place on the planet. It's been gotten burned by a volcano like repeatedly in its life history, and it's still there. That's sustainable agriculture, 4,000 years. That's sustainable. So. Mark, thank you again for joining us. <clears throat> nice to be here. Thanks. We're here at the Iowa State University booth with Kevin Ellis, who you may remember as a season one guest. So he has that distinct honor. Kevin, how are you enjoying the conference so far? Oh, it's been great. This is my first time back in three years now. And so it's been very refreshing to kind of be back here and, uh, and just seeing the sights and being back. Uh, yeah, it's been great to come back. 
And he chose the perfect time, too, because it's that rare time where we actually have nice weather in La Crosse for this conference. Past, like, five years, it's been nothing but, we're going to have a massive snowstorm the final day of the conference. So you picked it well. Yeah, I, I missed the one last year, unfortunately, with the ISU group that came up, but they were telling me their story of uh, driving back to Ames in a blizzard and kind of trying to outrun it, uh, crossing uh, the, the Iowa landscape, and, and it, they got stuck several times. So it's kind of nice that we got sunshine, and it's nice and clear. So, yeah. What's been your highlight of the conference so far? Well, the highlight I, for me has been going to uh, kind of a, a really bit wide variety of uh, sessions. But uh, I think also on top of that, being back in the Midwest after moving to Texas for a few years, uh, reconnecting with a lot of people who I've worked with for a while and kind of getting updated on them. Um, kind of one of the biggest highlights was during the keynote yesterday, I sat down and then some people kind of sat down and, around me, you know, and everybody's kind of getting their notebooks and stuff like that. And then I looked to my left. And then, because um, someone says, hey, Kevin, and it was uh, one of my office mates uh, from when I first got hired on NCAT in 2013. And then behind us was our former manager. So, like, in this, like, L shape was all three of us uh, that who uh, constituted the office at that time. So it was really kind of cool to connect. And um, we're all doing kind of different things, I think, where, you know, everybody grows and progresses. But it's kind of fun, like, to make those connect, kind of make those connections. We kind of fell out, like, went different areas. One's in Chicago now, one's in Madison. Um, but it's been really good to kind of reconnect and kind of reconvene and, and see also, like, what kind of work we can do in the future. So, yeah. So is there anything that has you really excited after this conference going forward into the 2020 season? Um, for me, it it's kind of like a nice, like, uh, a boost, you know, especially coming through the end of the winter when, you know, things are kind of, kind of trying to get organized and it's hard because there isn't as much sunlight <laughs> and you get a little depressed, but, uh, it, it's kind of a nice, inspiring way to go forward. And especially for me being a graduate student and going into my last kind of few months here of it, um, it, it's nice to kind of get an idea of what's going on out in the field, essentially. Um, Academia is great and I love being there, but sometimes we can be a little closed off from what's going on. So it's nice to kind of get an uh, an update, if you will, of like what's what's happening. So I I find that really valuable. And um, like I said, it's kind of a, a nice pep talk too. So yeah. A good shot in the arm for the rest of year. Thank you again for being here with us today, Kevin. Yeah, thanks. It's good to see you again. Big thanks to Mary, Mark, and Kevin for joining us on the show and at the conference. It was great to see them and many more familiar faces at the Moses Conference. Be sure to check out the Moses Organic Farming Conference online at mosesorganic.org. There you can also find recordings from the 2020 conference and other past years. If you're new to the podcast, please subscribe on whatever your podcast player of choice is. While you are there, please leave us a rating and review, letting others know how great the show is. Tips on how to do this can be found at intellectualagrarian.com forward slash review. Thanks again for listening. This has been Terrence Lehew and the Intellectual Agrarian Podcast reminding you to keep farming the dream.